to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside. Don't go anywhere. Where are you going? Get some water. Let me. I'll be right back. That was quick. We have a confession. We've never watched Lost. Now we're tired of hearing about it, so we're finally watching the hit TV show for the first time. Come along with us to the island. And please stay close by because we're we're so lost. We need to get to New York. We're also rewatching the classic ABC TV series Lost. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne Marie DeSimone. And we're back for another we're back. episode where Guess stuff, who's actually, back. stuff actually happened. Things happen. So uh, we are very excited to be here. Uh, Totes. Normally, not even remotely on a normal night, but at the right time. Yeah, because uh, uh, if you if you watch live or you watch on YouTube or you get it through the Patreon, uh, we aren't we're recording this week's episode because we're going to have to skip next week because uh, we have work related stuff. Life happens. Uh, yeah, life happens. Life gets in the way. Uh, but we're back here uh, usually Tuesday night, eight thirty p.m. EST at live.universebox.com or Twitch.tv/universebox slash universebox, where you can join in the chat. Uh, right now, it's us. Have no chat it's just right us. now it's just us but that's fine that's fine people will get there if, if they're not there live they'll be there soon after uh maybe maybe they're just stuck over on the other side of the island right did now we abandon them we might have oh okay Marie. before we get started in the main discussion why don't you tell people about our spoiler policy hey so we forgot this last week so this is our spoiler policy we don't want to hear it don't tell me <laughs> i don't care uh, we don't want to hear nothing just don't tell me nothing um no normally we are really big fans of spoilers they in fact enhance show watching for us but seeing as how anything and everything is out there about lost we don't want to be completely spoiled. Like mm. I almost got spo- – well, I kind of got spoiled by somebody on Instagram the other day. Um, Instagram. <laughs> um, but like if you're – if we say something, you're like, oh, are you sure they haven't watched it? No, we haven't watched it. This is literally all speculation. You can say that's pretty close. Something might happen mm. similar to that eventually. Don't be like in episode 17 at time code 1732, mm-hmm. that happens or you know yeah. or, charlie dies or, or, or for example you know uh you could say uh shannon and saeed's relationship progresses it goes to the next level i will i would say that would be too specific you would know you though? can say you can say their relationship progresses but you can't say they got all freaky deaky and shayid's love shack that's like, that's all i'm saying love shack saeed's love shack I got me an island. It sits about 40. So come on. I don't know anything that rhymes with With 40. 40. Okay. uh, So that's a spoiler policy, getting that out of the way. But we're already referencing the episode. We should probably get talking about it here pretty soon. Why don't you hit us up with the rhyming episode summary, and then we'll get right into it. Okie dokie. Shannon is haunted by the ghost of young Walt. The tail end crew stumbles, and it's all Sawyer's fault. Saeed's love shack is a cool place to hang. Will Shannon survive Anna's big bang? Claire's baby is calm once Locke puts his hand in. Aaron might be the only one who isn't abandoned. Abandoned! Baby, abandoned! Rock Lobster! What you Rock think, Rock Lobster! 
I loved it. I wonder if they have rock lobsters on the island. It doesn't seem so. Okay. It doesn't seem so. But you liked it? I loved it, Mm -hmm. uh, except there's a few um, people I'd like to punch in the mouth. (laughs) A couple of them, in fact. None of them related to loss. This is a separate thing. This is a separate... I just have anger problems. (laughs) I like to punch things. No, (laughs) No, there's a few people that... I uh, do not appreciate them or their character. That's fair enough. That's yeah. fair enough. Uh, you know, I really liked it too. I especially after it felt like, a, and I'm not saying this disparagingly. No, no, much. it's true. There uh, were some sucky episodes. Yeah, there were kind of sleeper episodes. Kind yeah. of like stuff happened, but not a lot happened. But yeah. this one was fantabulous and all sorts of action. Even you know, down to the two groups coming together at the end of it and the bloodbath and all that. It was great. It was a bloodbath. It was great television. Great television. And I, I wanted to start talking about it a little bit this point uh, which it'll become apparent why in just a minute is called sreto it which is the others spelled backwards, backwards spelled backwards okay so after this theory episode i have a new theory about the others okay okay i noticed in the whisper scenes in yeah. this episode that the whispering sounded a lot like the bass backmass speech that waterlogged walt exhibits anytime he appears okay uh so i think they're connected and uh, i i just i'm left wondering what does it all mean so i started thinking what does it mean Okay, first off, let me define backmasking, if you didn't know. It's basically speech or music played in reverse. Uh, The most famous example is uh, Paul is Dead from the Beatles song, I'm So Tired, where somebody uh, reversed some mumbling that was at the end of the song, Mm -hmm. and it sounded like John was saying, Paul is dead, miss him, miss him. And, you know, there's a lot of, uh, with rock and roll music, they're like, uh, you know, the devil put a a secret message in the music, like, Mm -hmm. uh, kill all children or something like that. Uh, Just for an example. Harsh. I, that was from one of my songs, actually. No, I'm kidding. Um, but, uh, you know, so so that's the basic concept of backmasking. Uh, j- just to give you an idea, and uh, maybe Walt's dead. No. Uh, I, but, okay, so what if the others are backmasked? By, by that I mean, what if they are moving backwards through time while our core group, or groups, rather, are moving forward through time? Or, or vice versa. It could technically be vice versa. Our group could be moving backward while they're moving forward. But it would explain why they uh, seem to always have the upper hand in all of these confrontations. Oh. They can track the castaways easily since any evidence they find of them already happened. So, you know, if, if there's a fight that goes down, they stumble upon the results of that fight so they can kind of work it backwards, oh. you, you know, and have the upper hand. As it's you know, if they follow a set of footprints in reverse, eventually, eventually they'll encounter the person at the beginning of their journey. Hmm. You know that sort of thing. So, so this would also explain why they can't be tracked and they leave no footprints, which we learned last week. Right. They actually do leave footprints, but to our castaways, these footprints don't appear until after the others are already gone. So, like when they were wa- watching them, you know, through the bushes, walk through the forest, and everything, they weren't leaving footprints because they were actually heading backwards. Like, you know, they, okay. they weren't leaving them. They were picking them up as they walked oh. kind of thing. So uh, it, 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 really, I think I think I might have cracked the, the other's nut here. Uh, but, uh, you know, this brings me to the kids. Okay, so obviously Anna Lucia's group was a bit terrified by the children who were with the others. And we, we already know that the others need kids. But why? Mm-hmm. Uh, Locke says... 
uh, when he's talking, I believe to Charlie, that it's not until we're, or no, to Claire uh, Mm -hmm. about the swaddling, that it's not until we're older that we develop the desire to be free. Mm -hmm. Uh, So perhaps children are easier to capture and contain because they want to be, quote unquote, swaddled swaddled by the rules of the group or the rulers of the group. Hmm. Uh, Perhaps it's the others who've developed the desire to be free. Because uh, they're older, mm-hmm. and the kids are the tools they use to achieve that freedom. Maybe somehow the kids are involved in achieving that freedom from this backwards time loop thing they're in. Well, maybe uh, well, if, not loop. But well, if we're working backwards, aren't they capturing themselves? That could be it too. Maybe they are capturing. I, I really like that idea, actually. Every now and then, I've got one. Yeah, but uh, you know, I, I'd say maybe uh, children. Uh, one, one thing that occurred to me is maybe you know if the others are moving backwards in time, maybe. Ch- they need children because children move forward. But Walt seems pretty darn reversed anytime he shows up. And he's a child. He's a children. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, don't, I don't think that's necessarily the case. But I, I'm saying it here just in case I'm right. Okay. <laughs> but uh, putting people into re- uh, a reverse time stream is also exactly the type of experiment I'd expect the Dharma Initiative to conduct on the island after that film strip we saw. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, that's my theory, Anne-Marie. What do you think? I, I don't even know. I think the others are moving backwards through time while our groups are moving forwards through time. I, I, I literally have no idea what to say to that. You you don't? I I have no idea. I, I, that is not something my head would have ever come up with. So mm. I don't know what really to process or ask <laughs> about it. Do you think it's likely? Do you think I'm on the right track? I think everything's likely. It's lost. Uh, <laughs> very true. I think it's very likely. But I mean, it explains the footprints because there's no way to not leave a footprint. Yeah. I don't know. I just I, – I don't see how like if they're going in one direction and um, our people are going the other, how they – the interacting. Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's the part I think that is making me sort of go, ah, it hurts. Yeah. The one weakness in my theory mm-hmm. actually is – ah. I'm completely forgetting his game. The the other that showed up and took Claire in the first Ethan? season. Ethan, yeah. Yeah, what's up with him? He was talking... Normal? F- yeah, normally and stuff. So I'm thinking, you know, maybe it's possible. Maybe that's why they need the kids so they can live spare mo- these very rare moments forward in time. Or maybe it's also possible that maybe Ethan has been living in reverse time for so long and has been messing with people on the island in reverse time for so mm-hmm. long that he's he's able to talk backwards. You know, he's able to... Talk forwards? Yeah. But it, so- it sounds like normal speech to people. Although his speech did seem a little stilted, and that could be a good explanation. For well, it. at that point, they, I mean, that could be a good explanation. Yeah, but uh, just just throwing it out there, that's my big theory. Uh, okay. I, if you don't have anything else, why don't we go move on to your point? About yeah, let's go on to my point, because <laughs> I don't know what to say about your point. Fair enough. The whispers. <laughs> so is Walt really there, or is he a vision that accompanies the whispers? I don't know. Um. Because I'm not really sure. Obviously, it's a shared vision if it is. It is. Well, it's the island showing. Mm -hmm. It's the island doing that. So it's it's just confusing. Yes. Um, Because he's so quickly there and quickly gone. That's Mm -hmm. the part that gets me a little bit. Um, so I kind of feel like the others are using whatever magical powers they have because they totally have powers at this point, (laughs) unless they're going backwards, like Bill said, and that's their power. I don't know, but there's something happening. And are they doing this to bring everybody together? Is Walt sort of leading them Mm -hmm. together because we're following Walt's? Mm Mm-hmm. 
um, multiple times we've followed Walt and it, you know, ends up in stuff. So is that, um, yeah, are they just trying to bring them all together mm-hmm. and why? Um, are they? Tr- I just had, I just had a thought of that kind of ties back to my theory a little yeah. bit. Uh-huh. What if the others are the castaways in their <gasps> working backwards in time as our castaways are working forwards? Okay, see that I like. Yeah, what what if they're the same group just going in two <gasps> different directions in time? And then the kid with the teddy bear's Aaron. Yes, that could be it too. Or it could be Rousseau's kid. But it, that doesn't fit into here. Yeah. 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 yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's like maybe maybe they're crossing paths in time. Jack, Kate, Saeed, Shan. I'm counting the main cast. Yeah. Shannon, uh, Locke, Charlie, Claire, Michael. Sawyer, Jin, Sun, Walt, 12, which means somebody dies because there was 11 that walked. Maybe, maybe it's also. Oh, I forgot Hurley. Maybe, maybe part of it is maybe, uh, maybe the reason that they came and abducted the various groups or groups of people from the rear enders is because, Other others. is because they were saving them. Maybe, maybe they were destined to die in that, in group. that group, but they were like going in there and saving them. Interesting. You know, just a thought. Just a thought. We're just asking questions here, people. All right. Well, you've completely trumped my point now. Well, no, that's um, fine. Go ahead. In a it. sense. In a sense. Okay. So are they trying to make the two great groups take each other out, which is like the complete opposite of what you're saying? Yeah. But I, I like me. that too. I yeah, like that too. Um, is that why they each heard whispers, ran towards each other, and then hot he- Ana Lucia is ready to shoot? Like, By the way, I really liked how Walt was like, shh, shh. And Shannon was like, whoa. It was like, I mean, what would you do? Yeah, I guess so. Because now that's like the third or fourth time she's seen him going, Mm -hmm. and she doesn't always say something. Yeah. So this time she doesn't want to lose him because finally somebody else is seeing it. Mm -hmm. I'd have probably done the same stupid thing. (laughs) We can agree. Shocker. Stupid. Shocker that I'd have done the same (laughs) thing. Um, right. It, it was stupid, but did Anna Lucia even see Shannon before she shot? She, I don't think so. I think she just saw another body and she was like, oh, it must be one of them. But she knows, like, but she knows what the others look like. Yeah. I think. Maybe not now. Mm-hmm. Completely curious. Um, and, you know, we have no idea, which would help solve all of the mysteries of us. Um, <laughs> so I'm a little surprised that she did shoot because, um, she even had told them, you think one gun with one bullet is going to save you? It's not. Mm-hmm. So why did she even shoot? Although one bullet, one gun with one bullet did stop Ethan. But he was alone. Yeah, that's true. She know, like, uh, Echo had already told her that they, she, he'd seen them. Mm-hmm. So there was more than one. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like the whispers drew them together. Mm-hmm. But I'm not completely convinced it's the others that are the whispers. I kind of still think it's the island. Or some other... Or entity. question mark. Or question mark. Or question mark. So, um, yeah, what do you think? I think that uh, my, my sound... Good, good. This is fun. I think all sorts of things. There we go. There we go. There we go. That's much better. Significant. My, my voice is richer now and smoother. We really need to replace this board. It, it just keeps stinks. like... <laughs> but, uh, Sorry. No, some more, some, some more good theories uh, coming 
from your end. It happens. Okay, now I want to talk about the, the simple fact that everybody hates Shannon. Uh, so oh, I feel so bad for her. And you know what? I was on team Everybody Hates Shannon yeah. in season one. Yeah, you there, were you stop. were a pretty big uh, Shannon hater. <laughs> we're good now. You were a pretty big Shannon hater I there at first. I was a complete first. Shannon yeah. hater. But she was only giving us the side of her that is hateable. Yeah. Now we're getting the side of her that's not so hateable. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, well, we're finally getting some context, I think, which which really helps helps out the uh, the, the old group there. Right. Uh, so for the first time, I think I actually get Shannon yeah. and why she acts the way she does. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, when her father died, her stepmonster, Sabrina, showed an extreme, <laughs> an extreme lack of faith in her, as did Boone. Right. In a lot of ways. Uh, so she was dreaming big. And in a moment of grief, when she was the most vulnerable, the people she needed most told her she was a screw up. And she would always be a screw up. That, I mean, that's got basically, affect, yeah, yeah, that's got to affect, uh, you know, your your old self esteem here. Uh, there we go. Okay, so yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. about that, folks. I, my mic keeps cutting out for some reason. Uh, now, I, it, it's no wonder after all that that she would disengage and fall into herself anytime anybody doubted her ability. Right. Uh, it was a learned behavior, a reaction to her stepmother, I think, mm-hmm. uh, to begin with, but then probably developed a pattern of that over, it over the years. Very- yeah patterny she even implies that she did some pretty worthless things in between uh this flashback and her flight on oceanic right uh, so i i wonder what those worthless things were that she did like uh i mean obviously uh she kind There's of the men and the money yeah she, it seems like she's been running a series of grifts and everything on mm-hmm. on you know various Boom. men and everything so I, I i think it'll definitely have something to do with that but y- you know while we're on the subject though and sorry i have to keep reaching in here to adjust my my microphone there we go okay uh but uh concerning her dad's death yeah uh for, first off there was a really big uh jack cameo uh, hold on sorry geez okay there we go okay first off there was a big jack cameo in the scene where uh the doctor is telling her that her father's died yeah yeah he's probably leaving the or where he saved his wife right uh you know uh, no you don't think no no because that, that doesn't the, happen no it was the same accident yes but it wouldn't have been then this was him realizing that he couldn't he had given up on her dad to try and save his wife yeah that's what i'm saying no yeah not there yet okay um but doesn't think he can save her either goes for the run meets what's desmond then mm-hmm. comes back this wouldn't have been well i think it's he he puts all if i remember correctly he put all of his energy into saving his wife's life and promised her that he would make her walk again or whatever you know right fix her up and then, but then he realizes that he doesn't have the ability to but do I don't, that i don't think he was running out of the or going on that run and then coming back i think it was like a couple of days in between there where between the time he told her on the operating table that he'd try and find a way to fix her and then you know she miraculously heals later on so basically i'm just saying that jack is immediately removed out of that where he had to choose between her father and his wife oh yeah so so a nice little jack cameo there and uh then sabrina uh seems way too calm and collected when Mm -hmm. told about shannon's father's death Mm -hmm. Uh, the fact that she instantly called shannon her stepdaughter in that moment makes me think it was all part of a plan so i'm thinking you know did Sabrina arrange to have Shannon's dad killed off after he changed the will to get the money? <gasps> it, it, was that the plan all along? And if so, 
Was Boone involved in any way? Maybe that added to the guilt he felt oh. and why he felt he had to help her as much as he did when really he would, as much as we thought she was an aloof rich kid when He's... The, the pilot hit, he was, he was actually that, uh, except in regards to her. And maybe that part, that guilt is part of the reason why. Oh. So, and, and I mean, I know there were some, some weird feelings <laughs> there in between. We will so, not talk about their weird feelings. By the tonight. way, uh, we'd like to welcome Sam Grizzle to the chat room. How you Sup, doing, Grizzle? Sam? Uh, sorry for the microphone problems and everything, but yeah, everybody hates Shannon. That's really all I'm trying to say. See, and I just think that Boone's mom is a grade A B. B? B. I'm resisting. I could be mean, but I'm not like, going to. No, like. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> for those of you listening, I just sort of made a gesture. Um, okay. And it said all it needed to and say. It said all it needed to say. So her, his mom shows literally no compassion or comforting for Shannon when her dad dies. No, like none whatsoever. Doesn't care. Um, and how could you do that? Like, even if you're like put on the show. Mm-hmm. put on the show even if she like arranged part of it in some way shape or form put on the show for the doctor yeah not for shannon for the doctor especially um, if it's a secret plan especially if it's a secret plan so i feel like she talked her husband into making all that money into that living trust to keep it away from shannon um for whatever reason uh, seeing as how she was a greedy grade a b um <laughs> is probably why bzz, bzz. Um, now how long after his death was the whole bounce check situation is my question because Mm -hmm. at the funeral, it looked like Shannon was living at home. Yeah. But then she suddenly wasn't. Mm -hmm. Was she kicked out? Did she move out to try and escape? Like, I know that time passes a lot of times in these flashbacks, but this one just felt very, very soon because she's, you know, asking about her inheritance Mm -hmm. and all that. I I, I read that room they were in where Mm -hmm. her her and Boone had the shot and, Mm -hmm. you know, talked about stuff. I read that as her, her childhood room. You know, because I mean, see, I don't because he asked how they were getting along. Well, I mean, I, no. I, I, I would assume over the course of the few days it would take to plan and execute the funeral and everything that they, they would have been spending a lot of time together. And maybe that's why he asked her. But I, I mean, that's just how I read the situation. Well, so. I read it differently. Fair enough. So there you go. Um, I can see why Shannon turned down Boone's money after his mom said no to giving her any. Mm-hmm. But he could have he could have found a way to help her without having to say that mom said no. Yeah. Um, especially when she's you know telling him about New York and all of that, and mm-hmm. he's like, "Can I stay with you?" Instead of saying, "Oh, I'm leaving New York," he could have said, "Yes, yes, you. Can. I, I'm leaving, but you can have the apartment." Yeah. Maybe you know he she wouldn't have known that mm-hmm. he was I don't I don't know it would have you just wish he would have been a bit more sensitive to her situation to how it was yeah. like I, by the I same think, token he d- he did offer his help as as soon as he could give it you know he did but it was the way it was like I can see she wanted what was hers she didn't mm-hmm. want to take what was his yeah she she wanted treated like a person like an equal like the child mm-hmm. and she wasn't being treated like that yeah so that that I can I can see the problem like I, I think <clears throat> he could have gotten her to New York long enough. Like he could have said that like at that point he could have been like, I'm leaving New York, whatever. But then, you know, called an hour later and said, Hey, I know I'm leaving New York, but mom said she'll still pay for the apartment. Like, so, like, yeah, that would have been an okay, like one of those white lies that are kind of okay. Mm-hmm. Um, because it could have just been enough till she got on her feet. Like that internship could have been a huge thing. Yeah. 
Definitely. And like I know that um the stepmom was like, Oh, what was it last year? Interior design and blah blah blah. Yeah. Honey, she's not gonna get some ballet internship in New York City unless she's actually good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she obviously had some skill and I, I don't know. Oh yeah, and it definitely didn't seem like a like a whim. I mean she was a teacher at a school and everything. Right. Like this seemed seemed almost like something that she was probably building for her entire life. Right. And, Maybe the interior design thing was like her, her fallback her plan or something. Yeah. Right. Her backup. Um, let's see. This does set up the other flashbacks where we know that Boone will always come to Shannon's rescue physically and financially. I wonder how much time passes between this situation and when the crash flashback time. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess it's at least a couple years because we know from Jack's timeline. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. They're on yeah, the same so. timeline. So at least a couple years. Or reverse timelines. Bloop, Who knows? Bloop, 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 bloop. <laughs> But but yeah, definitely. Uh, I I, I uh, have a lot more respect for Shannon oh, yeah. after this episode. And I hope mm-hmm. she didn't die. She might have died though. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll find out after we finish recording this podcast and Absolutely. we go watch the next episode. Yay. Okay, we're going to get back to the main discussion in just one moment. But first, we'd like to tell you about something we like to call Patreon, our Patreon. or our, our doc. Or our doc. Uh, but Patreon, our if, chat room. Patreon, if you didn't know, it's basically a way you can support content creators that, that you like, uh, like us, for like example. Us. It's you know kind of like NPR where you mm-hmm. go and you, you pledge a certain amount of money and you get different rewards for it. It's a, it's a monthly pledge, uh, anywhere from a dollar a month to $2 a month to $3 a month to $4 a month to $6 a month. But the most important and the most rewarding pledge level is $5 a month because you become a member of the $5 Star Patrons Club. This gives you two benefits. Benefit number one, we will read your name out on every episode of every podcast we do for that month. Benefit number two, that glove, that weird pom-pom finger glove will not arrive in your mailbox because it's kind of of creepy. It's not creepy. The people who uh, won't be getting the the pom-poms is uh, Becca Baca, Harry Seidler, Angel, Monica Jones, Other Anne Marie, Casa Commotion, Sage of Earth, A.K. Patty, Jacob Newman, Robert Cattler, Hope Mullinex, and Jessica Gonzalez. You guys are awesome, and we're going to keep that glove far, far, far away from you. If you, w- if you want to help support us either at the $5 level or any level you can afford, go to patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside. Okay, uh, Stat Track Fedora in the chat room asks, hi, are you alive? Um, we are alive. I'm not. Sorry. Sorry. <gasps> I'm alive. Sorry, Fedora. I'm alive. I am not alive, unfortunately. Uh, is let's anyone see here. there? Uh, yeah, my, my mom is haunting me. I'll ask, is anyone there? My awareness is incomplete. Interesting. Very interesting. Are they trying to give us clues? I don't know. And then uh, stat, stat Track Fedora says, I cannot seem to see what is unseen. This is getting pretty creepy. It's uh, creepy over there. You know, well, you, well, you guys keep talking, and we'll, we'll probably chat with you for the next minute or two, too. We have a lost expert oh. that weighs in every week to let us know about maybe th- some things we might have missed about the episode and uh michael lucero is his name michael lucero take it away they came the first night we got here they recorded a podcast episode then nothing happened for a year then they came back they recorded 29 more they're smart <laughs> and they're podcast hosts and they could be anywhere at any time now we're browsing through the internet their internet just so your little thick friend over there can watch a new episode live on youtube and if you think that one gun and one bullet is gonna stop bill and Anne marie think again not gonna happen 
There's two of hey, us. Hey, Will and Anne Marie, it's Michael. Hey. Uh, I don't know if you're seeing a pattern here, but I think the last few episodes have been uh, really shared something similar in their narrative structure. They each contain a story on our side of the island that's not particularly plot heavy and could be seen as filler, and then a flashback that's really interesting on a character level, and then a story on the Tailies side of the island that's really compelling. Uh, on our side of the island, we see Charlie taking care of Aaron, and Locke's growing suspicion that he's again using heroin, uh, though so far we have no actual evidence to believe this. Uh, what do you all think? Is Locke right? Is he uh, is Charlie back on that sweet, sweet heroin? Uh, uh, I don't yes. think I don't think so yet. I think it's coming. I think it's close, especially now. Uh, whatever his opinions on Charlie, Locke seems to have a real way with babies. Also, a uh, sweet, sweet heroin. Sweet, sweet heroin. Again, displaying a deep knowledge of humanity. It's interesting as well that Rose doesn't uh, like the hatch and thinks that it spoils them. Uh, we also have the really tragic shooting of Shannon, which I personally think is kind of sad be- uh, because this season, she's really starting to become much more interesting, especially now that we get some of her backstory from her own perspective, not just other people's versions of it. Uh, but before she's shot, uh, she and Saeed go off chasing Walt through the jungle. Do you think that was really Walt? It's the second time we've uh, heard him do that crazy backward whispering, which I think may Throwing possibly be a reference to the... Well, was that he said backwards whispering yes yes backwards backwards they're crossing time streams i think man from another place in twin peaks uh we see walt signal for uh saeed and shannon to be quiet uh, i can never really decide if it seems like he's trying to warn them of the danger they're walking into or if he's leading them into that danger as a trap and that's literally our our conundrum yes definitely. that's literally what we don't know so if Michael doesn't know, that means we will never know. Very true. Very true. <laughs> he does lead them right to Anna Lucia and her group after all. And I don't know about y'all, but I really like Shannon and Saeed as a couple. Or Shaid as their <laughs> shipping name has it. Uh, they complement each other so well because they're so different from each other. I really like Shannon shedding her sarcastic outer shell and showing vulnerability in her fears of abandonment. And the way that Saeed responds by saying she's not worthless, that he believes in her and he will never leave her. Only for her to just be shot. Oh, man. So tragic. I wonder what will happen when Saeed's wrath finally boils over. Uh, it's kind of ironic mm. that we only get Shannon's first flashback episode in the same episode that she's shot. Uh, her stepmother, though, Sabrina Carlisle. Yeah, that hadn't even occurred to me that this was Shannon's first, like, her perspective flashback episode. Yeah. Uh, Boone's mother is almost as maddening as Michael's Susan. But how different is the Shannon in this flashback from the one that we've come to know? Uh, she's innocent, grieving, ambitious, and talented. And of course, we always have choices as to how we react to things like this. But that notwithstanding, it feels like Sabrina is responsible for the kind of person Shannon became. Uh, she seems to have uh, sabotaged Shannon's plans by making sure she couldn't stay with Boone in New York. Uh, speaking of which, I believe Boone in this flashback is the first dead character to return to the screen. Hmm. Uh, we also see Party 5 Jack Hare uh, reappearing in Shannon's flashback in the hospital hallway. And remember, of course, uh, as Bill astutely figured out, uh, we saw Adam Rutherford's death in the season premiere. And Sarah, Jack's eventual wife, was the one who hit his car. Yes. So yes. Uh, Jack's wife is responsible for all this tragedy in Shannon's life. Uh, but again, as much as I like uh, Shannon's flashback, I think the Tailies section of this episode is the strongest 
this part. Again, the way Anna Lucia and her group describe the others makes them seem so creepy and dangerous, mm-hmm. uh, almost supernatural. Sure. Mm-hmm. They have to be quiet or they're, they'll attack the, uh, attract the others' attention. They could be anywhere at any time. They, they took a lot of things, uh, and including Cindy, the flight attendant, it seems. One second she's there, and the very next cut from that frame, she's gone. It literally happens that quickly on the screen, though I think the characters take a bit longer to notice it. Uh, and then we have whispers right after her appearance. Uh, so what do you think the others did to the tailies uh, the whole time that they've been on the island? What do you think happened to Goodwin? Uh, making we a- saw what happened to Goodwin. Yeah, Goodwin was... Uh, Goodwin got like yeah. a stake to the heart. <laughs> he did he? Or did oh, the, oh, oh, was that the guy that was in Goodwin. the woods? Okay, that makes. I a thought lot that of was sense. Goodwin. I could be wrong. Theories about what's going on in the show was always one of the most fun parts for those of us who watched it in the early aughts. Uh, so I can't wait to hear your theories. All in all, I give this episode 740 out of 978 posters of Marky Mark on Shannon's bedroom wall. <laughs> As always, thank you, namaste, and good luck. Namaste. Namaste. Michael. Thank you very much, Michael. We definitely appreciate it. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, for sure. Oh, by by the way, sorry if we seemed a little distracted while your voicemail was going on. We we have our own trolls in the chat Yay, room. Yay, trolls! We have made it on Twitch. We have trolls in the chat room. Thank you guys so much. We really, we really it. appreciate thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, and it's like it's not distracting at all. It's actually kind of fun. It's fun to have a chat room. It is. It is. It is also fun to have Derby Kid there. Yeah, because Derby Kid showed up too. How you doing, Derby Kid? Nice to see you. Uh, but uh, okay, so let's see. Why don't we go ahead and. Bring it back around to the main discussion here. Okay, so, and this is something that Michael kind of brought up in his voicemail that that I was going to touch on anyway. Yay! And that's the question, uh, will Locke become Aaron's new stepfather or proxy fa- father? Right. Um, let's see here. While I'm not exactly a Locke-Claire shipper, I do feel like we're being set up for Claire rejecting Charlie and asking Locke for help in raising her son. Uh, now, Charlie uh, has just become too overbearing in his concern for the child. Yeah. Sure, he sacrificed a lot to save Claire and her son on two separate occasions, uh, but Claire is right. She doesn't really know him that well, and he thinks he's a better parent than she is. That's really frustrating, and yeah. as a mother, I would have punched him in the face. Yeah, and I mean, she's uh, she's very much a reluctant mother, too, which is pro- probably why she didn't go immediately to punching in the face, right. you know? she She's more doubtful about that. Huh. Uh, but let's see here. Uh, Claire, <laughs> Claire doesn't need scolded at this yeah. point, though. She needs guidance. Charlie right. judges her decisions uh, and corrects them without actually trying to teach her how to make better decisions. Right. You know, instead instead of uh, instead of being instructive, he's he's destructive with the way he's handling it. He's like, no, just give me the baby and I'll take care of it. Right, and, and that's no way to raise a child. You know, no, 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 no. Now Locke has been nothing but supportive to Claire. So if if Charlie goes on a sweet sweet heroin binge, uh, he's the most likely one yeah. for Claire to c- call on. I mean, he does know about swaddling. Uh, and I'm also wondering, you know, maybe did he have a child with Peg Bundy at some point? Uh, <gasps> That's right. With Katie Seagal, uh, because he seems to know an awful lot about building cribs and taking care of babies. Uh-huh. So I, I feel like there's some sort of, you know, child care well, if thing he, there. But he also grew up in like a foster home that had other children. Yeah. And but it's... then he also told that story about his sister or something. Yeah. yeah so who, I don't know. Who knows with Locke? I don't know. Okay. Over in the chat room, the Derby Kid says, spoiler alert, no troll trolls on the island or are there dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and then uh as far as lot claire shipping uh derby kid says nope 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 nope, 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 nope. nope. okay <laughs> so let's see here okay so you wanted to talk uh, 
coming through on the other side about John Locke too, right? A little bit about John Locke. So the island speaks to John Locke. We know that. But does the island also speak to Mr. Echo? I'm a little curious. Um, so last week, Bill brought up the fact that they were kind of similar. And and that was pretty much the majority of your, hey, there's like this guy on either side. Yeah, I, I was just basically saying that Mr. Echo was uh, the, lock the, of, the rear enders version of the, the lock of the of other the others. Lock, yeah, of the, yeah, of the rear enders. Yeah, we're going to. Yeah. It's an eternal fight we will have. <laughs> um, but the, the this episode, I saw that a little bit more. Like they both seem to completely understand the island and the intricacies about everything mm-hmm. more than anyone else in their groups. Yeah. Like they understand the navigation and everything. And how to for, navigate human relationships. Too. Right. Everything. Yeah. They know how to, you know, do it. Mm-hmm. And that's interesting that nobody else has picked up on that type of a thing. Yeah. Um. So we know that the island showed itself to Locke, which sounds really dirty now that I say that. <laughs> but did the same thing happen to Mr. Echo? And really, was Mr. Echo ever allowed to go out on his own? Because Anna Lucia is like, you will do what I say. Uh, <laughs> not as I do. Not as I do. Not as I do. Like, do the other others even know about the smoke monster? Because they avoid the jungle at all costs. Mm-hmm. They basically just stay in their little little area right near their door. Yeah, so I thought even, that was really interesting. They, yeah, they don't even bring it up at all. Ha! So. Uh, right. So I feel like they'd have mentioned the smoke monster if mm-hmm. they'd have done that. Yeah. Um, it is strange that both groups seem to have this tracker hunter person in their group. Mm-hmm. And is it fate that they were on opposite sides of the airplane and both lived? Or was that part of the island's beautiful, lovely charm? Mm. So that's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, By the way, the Derby Kid thinks you're asking great questions. Excellent. So. I love when when the, the Losties think I'm doing good things. I really wish the Derby Kid had been here for my opening oh, point because yeah. I think I might have figured it out. I think you're gonna lo- you're going to enjoy the, going back to this episode. Definitely. Okay. Um, so there is something about this. Oh, and this this is just a random like Anne-Marie has issues and things stick in her head. Mm-hmm. There's just something about the fact that they sort of go by singular names. Yeah. That's like sticking out to me. Mm-hmm. Like everybody else, even if they go by like a first name. <laughs> <laughs> first name um like these two seem to go by their last names yeah and like even boone it wasn't like the same thing mm-hmm. there's just something about Locke and echo yeah. that i feel like it's a thing well it's weird they i mean they never call him echo they always call him mr, mr. Echo, echo which it which sounds like almost like a superhero name or something mr echo i don't know so that's that's one of my 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 questions my things just asking, que- just asking, just asking questions. the questions. Just Apparently asking I'm questions. asking the right questions. Though. Yeah, according to so the Derby good. Kid. I, yeah, but I, I, I definitely see a lot of that too. And I, I, I <laughs> imagine it's going to be interesting when those two officially meet up. That will be pretty cool. For, yeah. for sure. Um, by, by the way, uh, the Derby Kid, just to give you a one-line uh, summary of my theory about the others, mm-hmm. I think the others are living backwards through time while our castaways are living forwards through times and that they might actually be the same group. Yeah. And they're going to meet in the middle somewhere. That was the basic theory that uh, I wrote beforehand and then fleshed out while we were talking. Yeah. Okay, You'll enjoy it. So I wanted to talk about uh, about Sawyer's sweet, sweet heroism. Uh, you Interesting. Know, his sweet, sweet heroism. I, I really admired Sawyer in this episode. Well, it's not outside of his destructive nature. I f- felt like there were several times he tried to get the group to leave him behind so they could save themselves. Right. Uh, the most obvious moment is when uh, he told Michael he would have left him behind. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he would have. And, I don't think so either. And he was trying to give uh, Mr. Trying- Mr. They Took My Son an easy out to right. leave him to die. 
Uh, he knew his chances uh, weren't good and wanted to give Michael and Jin their best chance at survival despite all the drama that right. has occurred over the past few episodes. I feel like they're setting Sawyer up as the selfless hero on this show. Hmm. While Jack leads and works to save the group and, uh, you know, tries to do good things overall. Do good things. Uh, it's ultimately selfish because he's doing it so he can feel better about himself. We can't, we've kind of seen that over the course of his flashbacks that, he, you know, he saved his wife and everything, and but he married her to make himself feel better because he didn't want to feel guilty about... For se- yeah. Yeah, and he went to save his father again to make himself feel better about how everything went down in the end yeah. and all that stuff. It wasn't so. good. Yeah, yeah. So he he does things for selfish reasons. Well, I th- think that uh, Sawyer doesn't. Sawyer does them for selfless reasons because Sawyer does good. You know, trying mm-hmm. to save Walt, trying to get them to leave him, mm-hmm. going out on the raft to begin with, because he thinks everybody else is more important than he is. Right. Uh, well, it makes him come off as uh, rude uh, and suicidal at bit. certain points. It re- it really is the true mark of a hero. So I I think the the Sawyer redemption arc is in progress right now. People, interesting. What do you? think uh i just still hate sawyer so you, you still I, 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 need, I apparently need that redemption arc also over in the chat room michael lucero is with us ladies and gentlemen we have lucero uh he almost forgot about the time but don't worry he would never abandon us I, okay good because we would hate to be abandoned we'd hate to be abandoned. we would hate to be abandoned mm-hmm. uh yeah but uh you know i i just think you know I, I it's weird because there were two characters in this episode who who have been my feelings on them have been completely reversed since the pilot episode and that's shannon and sawyer yeah so you know i'm i'm there on I'm looking, one i'm looking forward to more uh but you wanted to talk about a new character who you hate right yes here's another character i want to punch in the face so anna lucia is a very very scary i want to punch people in the face don't don't do it don't do it please okay okay um i think anna lucia is just very very scared Mm -hmm. i think she's very very scared um and that and she's possibly more scared than anyone else on the island yeah and i think that is why she leads by complete fear shows no compassion for anyone at any point in time mm-hmm. so far yeah. you know her whole three episodes or whatever so she's sounding completely terrified when she tells michael sawyer and Jin, because i don't know what to call the three of them in comparison mm-hmm. why they are all scared of the others you know first night they took three two weeks later they took nine which i think is really weird like timing um and was goodwin one of the 12 or was his death separate mm-hmm. these are questions i have that were not completely answered um she describes them as smart animals basically and it makes me curious about how did they take these 12 like how how did they go about this i can't imagine they came up to um the other hatch door and were like excuse me we'd like to take some people now yeah it almost seems like something you'd have to be living backwards through time to accomplish no 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 that's not what i mean okay no i just mean like did they i i I just keep picturing them like circling them at camp but Mm. these guys are camping inside um the hatch the other hatch. Yeah. So I don't really understand. Well, they might have not always been in that other hatch. I'm, I'm Maybe sure they weren't. Maybe that's something always. that got blown open, much like the hatch on the other side right. of the island did. Right. But you know, apparently this door was easier to find than the other side. Um. And you know, could this be why she is so tough on the three castaways? She's just terrified, and I think maybe she thinks that they are part of the others. Could be. I don't know. Maybe maybe she'd have known that Ethan was an other from the very beginning. Yeah. Although you know, we don't have any hard evidence yet that any of them have actually laid. Eyes on clear them. eyes on the others right. except for the kids because they they say that the you know uh, did you see the children yeah did you see the children we they, saw one child they seemed very worried about that she fact. seemed very she's the psychologist yeah 
At least we have another doctor now. Very true. Who Very examines true. an arm but doesn't Is there a doctor do on the island? Yes, there's two. Uh, the Derby Kid in the chat room says, Sawyer won me over in season three, so I feel you, Anne-Marie. Okay. And Michael says, Sawyer wanting them to leave him behind so it could be seen as heroism for sure. Or as yet another instance of his self-loathing and uh, need to make others punish him. Interesting. I, I can see that too, for sure. Yes. Okay, so I think we've about exhausted our discussion do you have anything else you wanted to add yeah, do good. you have your notebook i mean i do I, I i did note that uh it was Locke's uh lucky roll was double sixes i don't know if that'll come into play late later um, um i wrote down charlie is one to talk about responsibility literally a second before Locke said it <laughs> michael what happened to you people mm-hmm. um shannon being led to the to boone's grave which i thought was odd yeah I also, not odd but you know a thing i i also uh pulled out that you know i thought it was weird that rose didn't like the hatch and i was wondering if maybe because she could detect her husband alive on the other side of the island maybe she has some sort of esp or something and maybe that's being set off by the hatch oh i also i also really enjoyed the irony of uh them doing the laundry on the beach when well, there's no, a washer dryer her, uh, of her being like, man, it must be so hard to lose someone you love on this island. And Hurley's like, yeah, it is. And you're going to figure that out as soon as you accept reality. Because everyone else still thinks her husband's dead and she's crazy pants. you know. Right. So. Um, Swaddling works. Swaddling, swaddling does work, ladies yeah. and germs. Uh, I don't even... None of the thing I have. I'm playing backgammon again. It's like they have the one board game that survived. Yeah. Also, who packed backgammon? True that. And I, I also write, um, why does Shannon get her own love shack? Other castaways will be mad, which I'm sure will happen. Oh, it's, it was huge, too, yeah. for the island. Saeed can build a pretty mean love shack, you know. Love for sure. shack. Baby love shack. I've got me an island. It fits about 40. And I still can't think of a rhyme for 40. Moving right along. Okay, it's time to judge the episode on the arbitrary scale, which is a random number I make up in my head as well as a random object from the episode. So, okay, Anne-Marie and people in the chat room, feel free to weigh in too. Trolls and non-trolls alike. Out of 47 hairs on Saeed's chest, how many hairs on Saeed's chest do you give this episode? 44. Why? Because it was really, really good, but it wasn't uh, Gotham Perfect Score good. That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) (laughs) There's your rating. It's like Mm -hmm. it's coming up comparing with those and it's just not the same thing. Mm. Um, No, I I like that after a few episodes of, well, like we said, it doesn't seem like much happened, Mm -hmm. which obviously it did. Things happened. I'm sure it'll all come back around because it's lost. Um, You know, it's nice to have progress definitely yeah and it, now people i want to punch in the face yeah it definitely felt like uh well many of the other episodes in this season have been kind of build up after they mm-hmm. did the initial hatch thing with desmond and all right. that like this felt like stuff is happening again yeah. which was very exciting to me as for me i'm gonna give it uh 46 hairs on saeed's Ooh, chest you really liked it uh yeah yeah i i thought it, i thought it was a phenomenal episode mm-hmm. and i the fact that you know the past few episodes in my notebook here mm-hmm. i only had two pages of notes and this one i had four mm-hmm. uh you know i had twice the notes i normally do a lot that of them is, being yeah. that that others theory that i had mm-hmm. um you know i i definitely uh feel like it was probably the <laughs> For me, it was the best episode in season two so far. So, oh well, uh, yeah, that's. I mean, that's a that's yes, a given. That's okay, a given. over in the chat room, Mike Lucero says, uh, 
Are we already to the rating part? I thought we just started. Nope. No, we started at 8.30, love. And then he says, I guess 42 because it's one of the numbers, which makes makes sense. sense. Definitely. Okay. Now, if you guys want to send us your arbitrary ratings of this episode or your thoughts on a future episode, just make sure you label label it. it. Or your thoughts on our thoughts on this episode. Or you just want to troll us. The email is we're so lost podcast at gmail.com. The Facebook is facebook.com slash groups slash we're so lost. The Twitter is at we're so lost. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. And we just have one piece of feedback here uh, from Jason George over on the Facebook. He says, if you wanted action, you've got it. At the same time, I had mixed feelings about the end of this episode. Not sure I should say more now until you've seen the following episode. Well, that'll be happening in about 15 15 minutes. Yeah, so uh, uh, feel free to let loose with those spoilers when you hear this, uh, JG, Jason, George. uh, Because we'll have seen it by then, for sure. Unless you're watching live, in which case, wait an hour. In which case, why aren't you in the chat room? Again, emails, we're so lost podcast at gmail.com. Our website's we're so lost.com. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. Now, if you you watch us live or on YouTube, we're not going to be recording next week because I have a work thing, but we'll be back in two weeks, Tuesday night, 8.30 p.m. EST at live.universebox.com or twitch.tv slash universebox. And we, with all of our lovely chatters and trolls. Uh, Yay, we love all of chatters you. and trolls. Chatters and trolls alike. Anne-Marie, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at amdsimone. As for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. You can follow all of the podcasts we do at universebox.com. And, you know, you can you can follow me a very long way, but I don't know where I'm going, and she doesn't either. Because I have no clue. Really? We're so lost. Bum, bum, bum. He's writing about Chaucer tonight. It's for a great da 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 da. Send me, bring me a drink. Bum, 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 bum.